0: The Motivational Moments Podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hello everyone, this is Linda ockwell jenner here with another Motivational Moments Podcast. And today I'm very, very honored to be interviewing Alison Quennell, who is the Director of Career Services for Rotman's Executive MBA program. Hello there, Alison. Thank you so much for um, agreeing to let me interview you so early in the morning. No problem, Linda. And um, are you based in Toronto?
1: I am. I'm out of the Rotman School of Management at the University of Toronto, which is downtown as part of our St. George campus.
0: That's lovely. So you don't have far to go to work, then. I don't. That's that's lovely. So what I'd like to do is ask you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us a little bit about you know who you are and where you work and how you got into that um, profession, if you don't mind.
1: Sure. I started my career actually as a teacher, and I was fortunate to teach English abroad. And I decided after one year of teaching that I didn't want to teach anymore. So when I came back to Canada, I thought about what kind of work I wanted to be doing. And the human resources area interested me. And so I started working with a recruitment firm in Toronto. And I did some assignments in the mining, natural resources industry, and it was interesting work and so I continued to recruit. I moved to a different company. They did a little bit more senior recruitment and I was able to recruit across industries and functions. I did that for about five years and then I went to a consulting firm that was working in career transition work and I worked with individuals who were looking to repurpose or reposition themselves as a result of being restructured, whether of their own volition or uh, the company's uh, volition. And I worked with them for about five years as well. And then I joined the Rotman School in July of 2007, so I've been here just five years. My client group here, as you mentioned, are the Executive MBA students. I work with both the local Executive MBA as well as our global program, which is called Omnium, and we partner with a university in Switzerland called St. Gallen to deliver that program. And I also work with the Initiative for Women in Business here, so I do quite a bit of work with the Business Edge program for Foreign trained professionals, as well as with the back to work program for women who have taken some time out of the workforce and are looking to re-enter.
0: Wow, what what a what a fantastic um, resume you have there, and um, you've tried some different things and and different um, demographics. That's absolutely wonderful. So today, what's really interesting for me, we are um, talking a little bit about seasonal employment and. Um, um, you know should 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 Canadians change the way they think about um you know the way they work? So could you kind of take me into into that, please, and then I'll jump in with some questions.
1: Sure, One of the things that I've noticed over the last I would say ten years is that contract work is becoming more prevalent, and certainly since two thousand and eight when our economy took a stumble it was easier for organizations once they stabilized to start bringing individuals back into their organizations on a contract basis. So certainly in the last five years, I've definitely seen more contract work as options, especially for entering an organization. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, do we know what's led to this change? Do we know whether it's anything to do with well we know it's to do with the economy and and you know we have had a recession, I know that. But I mean, what other pointers did you discover led to this change?
1: Well, I think we are in a period of transformation right now. I think that the expected exodus of workers in the baby boom generation hasn't happened because we don't have mandatory retirement anymore, mm-hmm. although they're still opting to stay as working professionals but even even they are opting for different work arrangements uh-huh. i also think that the generations entering the workforce are looking for different work arrangements as well so i think the the different generations represented in the workforce today and also the economic situation has allowed for the greater prevalence
0: of contract work yeah that's a really really good point i'm glad you mentioned the baby boomers because um if they are not opting to retire obviously that you know doesn't leave the gap for someone else to jump in now as i mentioned before i do i do have a few people i know who who do the contract work and it's called short-term employment and they do see a lot of benefits attached to it for instance if you are searching for work networking is a great way to go but if you can get a short-term contract and network within the company does that give you a better chance of securing a full-time position if that is what you are looking for?
1: I think so I have a lot of students who over the last five years have done exactly that they've tried out an organization because they were either making a slight change in level industry function what have you and they tried going in on a contract basis to see if they would enjoy the company, enjoy the work and enjoy the people. It's a great way to to test drive if you will a team. You get to see if you like your boss, mm-hmm. you get to see if you like your coworkers and you get to see if what you've heard about an organization, their values, their corporate culture is actually a match for you. Mm-hmm. And you can decide, do I want to stay or do I want to find something else and so if you really like it and you do want to be a full-time employee oftentimes an organization once they've seen you in action they're prepared to offer something
0: mm-hmm. and it's and really
1: the power is yours you can take it or you can opt to, to keep doing another contract
0: I, I like when you use the terminology in our email try before you buy because right um, especially you know for someone who is returning to work, say say someone who has been a stay-at-home mom and, you know, the workplace has definitely changed, um, you know, over the past, say, 10, 15 years. So trying before you buy really, really does give you a lot of options. But there are some downsides to uh, contract work. Um, you know, there are a lot of downsides. For instance, um, you don't get benefits, I believe. Right. I think...
1: Not all contract positions are created equal. So I know there are some organizations that with their contract staff do offer some benefits. So I think it's really up to the individual when they are doing their networking and they are interviewing that they understand what their appetite for risk is. You know, can they risk not having benefits or should they ask for companies in their networking that do offer contracts with some benefits? So I think it's really, again, up to the individual. The power is really in the the individual's hands Mm -hmm. as to what types of organizations they pursue and what their appetite for not being in a full-time position and some of the traditional benefits of that if, if they're okay with not having some of those traditional benefits.
0: Yeah, that's another good point. Um, I think one of the benefits might be, and I could be wrong, is that um, you would get some training, which would obviously be free, paid for through the company at one of these contractor or part-time positions. Would that be true?
1: Yes. And also, you get exposure to sometimes some interesting special projects. So if organizations are looking at launching something new, they bring in some some. Contractors to help them as they undertake the new initiative, and you get exposure to to usually emerging products, technologies, trends, which is also pretty exciting.
0: Do you, Do you think more people are going for the um, for the contracts of part time work because of flex time? Flex time is a big thing today, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, I would agree with that. I think that if you can, if you are someone who can wrap your head around the contract work versus the permanent full-time employee uh, title, I think you can can create your best scenario. So if you want to actually take the summer off, although I think summer is also a great time for contract work, but if you are able to establish some great connections and some great clients as a consultant, for example, and then you're able to slow down in the summer and and have that time for you. I know quite a few people who do that and that works for them. Not all industries slow down in the summer though. So again, it's really particular to your your niche area. But I do think it gives you that flexibility to sometimes work from home, um, sometimes work earlier in, in the day and then leave earlier in the day or vice versa. And it therefore, is adaptable to people's preferred working style as well.
0: Um, you mentioned, um, again, in your in your email, the question was, um, should Canadians change the way they think about, you know, the employment opportunities? So could we kind of, you know, work on that subject for a minute? What Why should we change the way we think about having a permanent job versus a temporary job? What are the benefits, you know, for the labour market, say?
1: I think that's a great question, Linda. I, I think that the sheer nature of a changing global economy is one reason why Canadians should think a little bit about contract work versus full-time employment. Plus, I think organizations are under such stress themselves to meet, at this point, some shareholder demands, et cetera, that sometimes the way around that is to staff up with contract staff, depending on what initiatives they're undertaking. And I think sometimes that's where there are more opportunities are in the contract world. The other thing is it gives you a great opportunity to try out, as I mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. uh, an organization, but it also enables you to try out some new skills. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can take a chance a little bit more in contract work to see if you like a certain area and want to elaborate your skill set in that certain area. So I think that that's a great win for for the individual candidate if they're looking out for themselves. Organizations they're always trying to save money where they can mm-hmm. and so if they're not sure that something's going to be successful it's sometimes good to start on a contract basis with someone and then see is this actually going to take off and if it does is this the right person so i do think it's a win-win the contract world for both the employer as well as the employee
0: um and i think you mentioned that is it 12 percent of canada's labor market um is is the percentage of uh, people who are contract based
1: i think so and i think it's increasing and i think that data is from I want to say 2009, but I could be wrong about Mm -hmm. that. So Um, I think there's, you know, three ways to look at it. Yeah. You know, with contract work, I mean, you can organize your time the way you want to. You can expand your network as well with contract work. So you get to meet new people across new organizations. You get to, you know, try before you buy, like we talked about, And I think you get to, um, you know, learn new skills and potentially get new training as well. So
0: that's Um, the way I look at it. Does it also give give someone um, a better chance of being employed? Um, Is it true that um, temporary workers um, are um, less, you pay them less? Not you, but is there a, a less pay for a temporary worker, which means that you could get hired by a company that couldn't afford you? Um, as a full-time employee?
1: Well, I I certainly think that companies do have issues around budget and it's easier for them sometimes to get budget for a contract worker than it is a full-time individual. Mm. And then once you're in the organization, you can win them over and then they might have a better case for then bringing it to to Mm full-time. I know through agencies sometimes, people feel that they've been paid less than had they gone to the company directly. However, I think that the company is looking for some security and that the candidates have been vetted, so they're paying, you know, for that added service there.
0: Now, this isn't the same as um, outsourcing, is it? This is a completely different way of uh, employment. Um... Right.
1: Outsourcing, I think of, you know, um, sort of, the, the larger scale with organizations that have you know call centers that have been outsourced or oh. data centers that kind of thing
0: so so do you do think that in the next five years will we, we will will we see more of this kind of thing? The percentage will go up, more people will be classed as tent workers or or contract workers, and if so, is this a good thing for the economy in Canada? I think
1: that we will see an increase, I think certainly in a couple of industries as well, at least that's what is predicted. And that is in emerging technologies uh, and and technology itself, as well as in healthcare. They they are predicting that we will see growth in, in contract work in those areas. And specifically in healthcare, as you know, again, as we have an aging population, there will be Need for that, so I do think that that is good for for the Canadian economy. Of course, uh, anything that helps us um, eliminate our unemployment rate, I think, is great.
0: Yes, I may. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we, you know, we're not doing a bad job compared to some countries. Um, Absolutely. Where anything we can do better. Now, I'm not sure how to word this politically correct, but is it the same kind? <laughs> <laughs> is it the same kind of? um people um the same high level kind of people who who are looking for the contract work or taking the contract work or the temporary work. Are they on the same level as say, you know, somebody who is taking on a full time position? Do they have um the same kind of um background and credibility and all that kind of stuff? There's no difference in that kind of thing. It's just that they're choosing a different way to work.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I look at the women in Back to Work. They have great qualifications, great work experience, and they took some time out of the workforce for whatever reason.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they're very qualified. In In many cases, they're very senior experienced professionals. And when they have had the you know, the time away from the workforce, they've had some time to reflect on the kind of work they want to be doing when they re-enter and their values may have shifted. And so when they look at organizations, they are pretty particular about where they want to go and how they want to contribute when they re-enter. So the contract way of approaching the workforce is great for them. Mm -hmm. And so I would say that they're equally qualified as well. There's lots of recruitment firms that have started an interim management practice. So organizations find themselves for whatever reason out of senior executives and they can go to these recruitment firms and hire an interim person until they find a full-time replacement. And oftentimes those people with the interim practices of the recruitment firms don't want to work full-time. They want to just help you know, help out an organization and then move to something else. So I would say that, um, you know, it doesn't matter what level you are. There is always opportunity for contract work.
0: That's a really, really good point. But um, do you have any stats on if it's uh, the demographics? Is it more um, women tend to do the contract work versus more men or...
1: That's a great question and I don't have stats on that but I'm I'm going to look into that.
0: Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> it's an interesting question. I didn't know the answer. Um you mentioned um seasonal employment maternity leave. So basically I'm not sure what the maternity leave is in Canada. Is it twelve months? It is twelve months, yes. So that's a nice uh twelve month period where somebody could return to the you know the workplace and 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 fill a gap for a maternity leave and maybe still get a position at the end of it um my thought on maternity leave is um sometimes by being out of the the workforce for a year you know they may decide not to come back to that particular job again and and that also gives the maternity leave filling as i like to call it a chance so there's a lot of opportunities out there um it's really, really interesting subject. I would love to know the stats on if it is, you know, more females than men or if it's pretty, you know, half and half. And um, I'm going to jump now to you, Alison, and bring it into, sure. into your life. So are you a workaholic or do you try and take time for yourself and make sure you stay healthy and, you know, happy?
1: I would say that I take time for myself and try and stay happy, yes.
0: That is good. So how do you de-stress at the end of the day? Do you, you know, go for a walk Do you go to the gym? Do you listen to music? What, what helps you?
1: So I'm fortunate that I live very close to where I work. So I do walk to work and I walk home from work. So I find that, that, that 10 minute walk is a great de-stressor at the end of the day. I also do do quite a bit of exercise. I, Love to swim, bike, and run, and I I have done a triathlon. So okay. I try to find time to do something physical most days of the week.
0: So you're you're one of those good people who who understands. If we go into work every day, working twenty hours and twenty four hours a day, and we are stressed, we're not doing anyone any good. So that's that's <laughs> that's great for us all to know. Now, if you could offer three tips to people out there who are thinking about, you know, um, returning to the workforce or taking um, contract work, you know, looking for some, you know, temporary work, what would be the three tips you would offer them that would help them?
1: One, seize the summer. It's a great time to network. For some reason, most organizations tend to slow down in the summer. So people tend to find time to meet with you or chat with you. So use the summer to your advantage Network always. You never know who people know and what people know about what's going on in an organization. So contract work might not always be advertised, Mm -hmm. but people know about certain projects that are being launched or initiatives that are being undertaken that may not be public knowledge. So always be networking. And be open. Be open to possibility. If you've not previously thought about doing contract work, Think about why not and see if you have the appetite to go into an organization and work on a special project or consult to them for a period of time and see how see how that might feel compared to a full-time assignment. Think about some of the benefits.
0: Wow, those are f- three fabulous tips. Thank you so much for sharing them with us. Um, well, I want to thank you um, for taking your valuable time today, um, you know, to let me interview you. Um, if people do want to connect with you or contact you for any reason, um, how can they find you, Alison?
1: Sure. They can send me an email at A-Q-U-E-N-N-E-L-L, at... Rotman, R-O-T-M-A-N, dot ca.
0: Oh, that's lovely because uh, many people will be listening to this podcast and saying, I wish I could, you know, contact Alison in some way. So I do like to leave some way where, you know, people can get to you. (laughs) No problem. Well, listen, thank you again for um, this wonderful interview. It's opened my eyes uh, for sure to, you know, the way you know canada is moving forward and helping the unemployment situation and i look forward to meeting you in person so have a wonderful day and we'll chat soon my
1: my pleasure meeting with you over the phone and interviewing with you and hope to see you soon too
0: have a great day bye for now
1: okay bye-bye